Today, we're speaking with Lottie Hearn. Lottie is a passionate, really bubbly, interesting, and vivacious character. I've met her in person. She's a live streamer and a video trainer. She's from the UK, but has huge experience, years of experience working in places like Hong Kong, where she worked for local TV. She also worked for Australia and has been a, a voiceover artist for educational videos. Very, of course, important trend there, uh, considering the growth of e-learning programs. She's currently living in Dublin, and that's where she's speaking to us from today. Uh, she has a sweet spot for training people like you and I, because often people like you and I, or at least I can be, sometimes reluctant to go on camera, uh, although I have no problem behind the microphone. And many of us, of course, are. We're, we're conscious of our voice and how we look and what we're doing. And that the reason this is so crucial is because streaming uh, your expertise to potential clients is huge right now. Social media, of course, is very much about live streaming on the various platforms. So that's the, the bulk or thrust of today's episode. This is episode 14 of the TrainingBusiness.com podcast. And welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hey, and welcome to the show. My name is Mark Garrett Hayes. I'm your host. And this is the show for you, trainingbusiness.com podcast every single Thursday. The goal of the show is to help you to start to grow and to scale your training business. I'm just back from APAC, from Asia Pacific, uh, where I've been training in Taipei, Sydney, Jakarta, and Bangkok. Uh, wonderful places. And of course, that's uh, one of the reasons that I enjoy training on the kinds of projects I'm privileged to deliver to various clients. Uh, it's because it gets me to see places I might not otherwise see. It's an amazing experience, of course, training people from different parts of the world, different cultures, because travel broadens the mind. And who better to confirm this than Lottie Hearn, today's guest? And she is a passionate trainer. In fact, she broadened my mind because she teaches something which is something really useful to you and, and to me is how to bring up the best and most confident self to our audience and the reason this is quite pertinent or timely is because live streaming right now is huge linkedin facebook instagram uh, it's really hot so it's a great time to learn how to project yourself the best possible version of yourself to people who have the power to make a decision to buy from you they could be business clients or they could be end customers. But either way, live streaming is a great way to reach out to them. And as I say every week, any of the links that uh, our guests provide will be provided to you in the show notes to each episode. So let's get down to training business and meet Lottie. Hi, Lottie, and welcome to the program. Thanks very much for having me, Mark. So you're based in Dublin in Ireland. Yes, yes, I am. Though I've lived all over the place, global child. <laughs> so, so where have you lived? I well, I grew up in the UK and university drama, drama kicked off all all there, um, and then oh, sorry, just dropping things at the same time, Mark. Do apologise. Uh, and then uh, some of my family are in New Zealand, and then I've lived in Hong Kong, Australia, and now here in Ireland. Wow! And your specialisation is helping people to really be successful on camera. 
Yes, um, that that was actually uh, the the book that I wrote a couple of years ago. It's called Confidence on Camera. So, as a professional speaker and trainer and coach, really, what I've what I we all realise and we all know is that as as business people, we need to niche down into a specific key area and um, have the the. Stories that I've gone through, the history I've been through, uh, it kind of made sense a few years ago to knuckle down when video became so important for people in business. And um, with my experience of being on camera and helping others get on camera, uh, training training people around the world, that uh, that's where it all led to. So, how would you describe yourself uh, as a title or with a title? <laughs> I now call myself a confidence on camera coach. Uh, I've kind of gone through, I was actually one of Ireland's, probably the first in Ireland video coach uh, back in 2010s, 2011. Um, And it's it's really keeping that niche. And as we know, Mark, it's the brand that we have as speakers and as trainers is, is that when you can niche down to that really strong brand, that's when people get to know you more and you, and it is moving on that path as the expert in that field and becoming the influencer that, that we all really want to be. So you believe that once people, um, and this, this goes for trainers as well, once people understand exactly what's unique about their offering and they make that clear to the audience, to, to the world, in effect, to the marketplace, they're going to be more successful. Yeah, I, I think it's it's there's the fine balance because we we all know as trainers and we talk about our witham, what's in it for me. I always feel you need to know what yours is. So therefore, what's your offering and how you help the world? Because really, um, I think when in younger days you you kind of think, oh well, it's all about what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? But as as we get older, Mark and we get more experienced and become a greater expert and influencer, we learn that actually uh, you may want to deliver one thing, but actually what people really need from you is help to help them. So one of the things that we always talk about in our live stream world uh, is how you serve, share, and shine. And that's from one of my colleagues at Ladies Go Live. And, and I, I, I think that whole mentality of service of how do you help other people in your world enables people to recognize that what you do is unique. It is a niche area because you don't, you don't worry about what you're doing. You focus on what they, how you can help them on the other side. Does that make sense, Mark? I think it does, yeah. And I think it's a valuable lesson for people to, to learn. Um, temptation is, of course, when you begin in this business that you'll take any kind of work. Um, you tend to spread yourself thin and people often, you know, struggle to think, well, um, I, I know I like that person. I know I like working with them, but I'm not quite clear what it is they do or they're expert in. And and the American expression I like is the, the riches are in the niches. Now we say niche, uh, it, it being a <laughs> yeah. French word. But, but uh, riches and niches isn't doesn't quite have the same ring. <laughs> no, the riches are in the niches. But but it's it's a nice expression because it you know it really defines the fact that if you are really clear about what you do and whom you do it for, whom you serve, and your marketplace understands that you serve them. Um, it, it almost stands to reason that you're going to have a, a, a you'll have less trouble trying to market yourself 
because you'll be you'll know exactly whom to talk to and why you should talk to them and and they're going to be more enthusiastic about talking to you because it's more clear to them the value that you offer them yeah i mean when 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 all of this first started for me uh having having kind of gone through being a drama queen, being an actor, being a performer, and then in the traveling around the world, ending up working on kids' television, creating shows, writing all of the promos for one of the English channels in Hong Kong, kind of learning all of this knowledge and skill. And then when I moved to Australia with an accent like this, uh, they weren't really very interested at the end of the 1990s in getting me on TV. I had auditions galore, but again, I think this is something coming from a performance world that you have to learn that no isn't isn't always a no. It's just no, not now, not right now. You're not right for this particular role. And, and I think we, we can all get in business. We can all get so het up and so upset about people saying, no, not right right now. And I think, again, with the experience and with the skills, uh, what I've learned to do in doing that niche or niche uh, is that you can you can get that proper uh, connection and that proper sense of knowing why people come to you and setting off setting starting up doing becoming the video coach. Yes, there were there weren't that many people around helping people create videos, so I was the one stop shop people came to. I could coach people how to be on camera, then we'd film it and we'd help people, trainers, speakers, create online training programs from very simple things of a, a, a one minute video on a website through to whole complex uh, money making, money earning programs that, that they could use to build membership programs, whatever it was. Uh, but again, now I think what I've learned is that it's still the same old complaint that people have. The three reasons people don't want to go on camera is I don't know where to start. Oh gosh, it's going to be expensive. And uh, me on camera. Oh, I've got to, I've, I've got to open myself up. But uh, I think these days now with the mobile phones, with the, the g massive growth of live stream from video and what's happening in that world is that uh, it's it's more now. The number one was always I don't know where to start. Uh, but now it's it's still that uh, f fear of having to be you on screen. But it's the same thing when you stop worrying what you're doing and you focus on helping other people and you're there for a great reason and a great cause, whether it is making money or not, but you know you're helping other people in the world, suddenly charging X amount of, of dollars or X amount of euros, suddenly it's it, it's it's less important and people will pay you um, top dollar because you've got that niche or niche expertise really. Do, I suppose you must find the same thing in your world, Mark. Yeah, I do. I think that um, the, the more I've, the longer I've been in this business, uh, the more I've listened to other people, subject matter experts, the more I realize that they have succeeded in narrowing down what it is they do. And it makes them much more efficient because rather than try to market themselves as, um, uh, let's say, leadership consultants or maybe sales training experts, um, by focusing on one thing, they also spend less time creating content, which is hit or miss. They tend to be more effective in saying, writing blog posts and making videos, which, you know, appeal to the audience that will naturally gravitate towards them as consultants. Looking at your, um, 
background. You, you mentioned Hong Kong. You so see, you were you were a voiceover artist in cartoons, yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, <laughs> public sector videos, and and I think that comes across strong. You know, you've a very almost not theatrical voice, but you've a very clear. Clear enunciation, very strong uh, speaking voice. Is that Thank important? You very much, Mark. No, my pleasure. Is that important to a trainer? Do you think? Yeah, well, I, I think it's important in in business in general. Uh, I mean, Laurence Olivier would always talk about the, the 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 voice and his theatricality of the voice. But that was back in the days when in the theatre and when I trained, <clears throat> just a few. <clears throat> years ago it was before everybody on stage um at university we were never miked to do anything we had to learn to project the voice and and to get the vocal variety because one of the key things that people don't realize is the musicality and part of the reason we love singers and performers and music is that musicality and variety vocal variety holds interest so we have to make sure that we're not always going da 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 especially when we're recording something. Yeah, yes, you're going to hit the same notes, but it's actually that vocal variety that keeps keeps things a bit more exciting, really, and saying the words as you mean them. So it's not, hi, Mark, I'm really excited to be here with you. It's I'm excited, Mark. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, people people need to 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 realize that, particularly in the case of a, a training session, which could go on for I don't know uh, six seven hours or maybe several consecutive days, that unless your voice is actually interesting. Uh, you're using intonation, emphasis, all these kind of vocal tricks, which you obviously would would know, having been to uh, drama school. Um, that university, you, you, not actually drama well, school. university, but you you <laughs> you can actually send people to sleep, uh, and that takes away from the learning. So, your voice is an instrument, um, and we'll talk about camera in a second, which is a whole different thing. But if your voice isn't interesting, and if you can't really vary it. Uh, to use emphasis and the right points and maybe get people to to re-engage, you kind of, you know, risk losing people quite early on in the session. And I've been on training sessions where I know the person's an expert. I know they know what they're talking about. I know they've got pedigree. They've got credentials. Uh, I've looked at their LinkedIn profile. They they have, you know, a, a the, the credibility they have the right to stand in front of me and, and talk and, and teach me things but somehow the voice is just sending me to sleep and i just cannot engage you know after the the third or fourth hour i'm reaching for the coffee well, well at the, and at certain times mark that's perfect we've we've got when one one podcast can send us to sleep because we're asleep within five minutes and it can last a whole week and just rewind <laughs> back to the place where you last fell asleep that's fabulous but uh but when you're when you're doing business, yes, ideally, we want to have that vocal variety. So, looking at camera now for a moment, um, your 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 business is PressPlacePresentations.com. Uh, yes, that was the one that was set up more for the more for the video coaching, the video production side of things, and then my my training is confidence on dot camera. Right. I'm going to include those links in, in the show notes. So let's just uh, differentiate those again, just to repeat this very clearly. Uh, Pressplaypresentations.com is for whom? So that is for, that's like the video production side of things, the video. It, yes, it's the video training. That's kind of more the um, assist behind. But then to get, uh, when I wrote the book uh, back in and published that back in 2015, the confidence on dot camera 
is the place to go to where there's lots of with the book. Uh, it kind of it started off at ninety thousand words. So then my publisher said, "Well, let's take take some of that off and put some of that online." <laughs> So right. There's lots of help, free help there for anybody who buys the book or anybody who who wants to join the community there. Uh, you you get lots of all the free help, the planning documents and everything else, and all the tips, lovely voice exercises, you name it. There's a whole variety of things there for free. Okay, brilliant. So I'm going to give some uh, links to that. That would be really useful. Any resources which help people. So coming back to the idea of camera, uh, why do you think it is that people find cameras so daunting? The idea of having their face uh, on someone else's screen? Well, it's it's one of those things like, um, I'll challenge you, Mark. Do you like looking at photographs of yourself? No. Right. Well, you're normal. Yeah. <laughs> most, most I'm not a narcissist. People, it's, it's 60 to 70% of people don't like looking of, at photographs of themselves, but we live in a massively visual medium. And, and actually, I was just rereading because of the chat today. I was rereading over the weekend how I kicked off the book and it all starts about the mindset that we need to get ourselves into of actually, this is, I call it the mean machines. Uh, we we can, a lot of the younger generations now, the Gen Xers, they've grown up with, uh, grown up with cameras. I see kids with mobile phones in their hand who are, who are like toddlers. They know what to do, but we still love the visual medium. People thought, that um, Netflix and Amazon Prime is going to destroy television. It never will. But what we've forgotten, and as Sarah Fox, a, a, a fellow professional speaking association um, president, friend of mine, said, when television first started, David Attenborough from the BBC, they used to film everything live. And it took a couple of decades before they got into recording and editing everything. And we've almost gone that circle again, where because of what's been happening with video, the, myself and the, the forerunners of, of live streaming have taken it back to, hey, many, many people these days don't trust an edited video. So if you are using this for your business, not if, sorry, when you're using this for your business, you need to think that I talk about it as being live style presenting. One take, one hit, just go for it. Enjoy yourself while you're doing it. Get over that critical, judgmental, uh, me on camera, uh, because that is still the number one complaint for people, Mark. So people who are trainers, um, and that's exactly what I do. I, I serve my audiences effectively uh, or comprises training professionals around the world. Why would a trainer want to get involved in producing some content on video? Well, I, I, I kind of touched on it uh, a, while, a moment ago, is that, that uh, as a trainer, A, it's a way to create immediate interaction with the, we, we have a motto at ladies go live is one of the communities that I co-founded with two American friends in America. And we help, we are women who help women who help women to use video and live stream to start a, to, to, whether it's to start a business, whether it's to grow a business, whether it's to simply raise awareness for a charity or a foundation. So we always talk about go live to grow live and then we've got Thrive Live and, and the ultimately we're going to Pro Live. And it's I, I always joke about it. we're living our life live on screen. 
because it's a really, when you get used to and you get over and you do manage your mindset and you think, you said it yourself, credibility. You need to have the three C's, confidence in what you do on camera, credibility through your voice, your knowledge and your skills, and then the charisma which I believe every single person has in their own way. Like a lot, a lot of the time when I'm doing energized things, I may be talking 10 to the dozen, but I know that when you hit the key things, there are different people who need and want to hear things in different ways. So that charisma, even somebody who's very shy, who may be uh, an introvert, some of the best live streamers I've seen are highly introverted lecturers, trainers, coaches who prefer working one-to-one. But with the camera, they can still have a one-to-one conversation. But it's just the fact that now you can make money and speak to thousands or millions of people around the world at the same time, rather than one person paying you for one hour of your time. Right. So in effect, the video element could be used not just for uh, live stream presenting. It could also be used to build up a kind of a a portfolio of content, which you can use for marketing purposes. And and for making money, Mark, actually, as well. That's why we talk about Go Live to Grow Live, because shows that we record and what we're actually doing right now at Ladies Go Live is for our membership drive that's coming up in August and a summit on the 6th of September, we're actually going to be recording shows that we will then repurpose. That's where you download it and you do something with it. So we will then be creating blogs, we'll be creating training manuals, we'll be creating help documents that could then become either part of a membership drive or could actually become saleable products in their own right. And that is the future. There are so many people out there. I'm thinking of uh, Mary Forleo, who's got B-School, um, people like uh, John Lee Dumas, uh, Pat Flynn, uh, David Seitman Garland, uh, and so many course creators out there who use uh, Facebook Live or some other live streaming platform to, to, to get this interest going and to give people webinars live. Um, there are a couple of names, but I'll drop those into the show notes as well. People who else who, uh, have also come to mind. Yeah, Mari, Mari Smith, she's a great... Actually, we, we use um, a great tool to live live called belive.tv and they have a number of um of great presenters mari smith she's fantastic about facebook and facebook lives um owen hemsouth he's known as owen video he's a he's a, a tech guy and then also in the uk a lovely lovely man called stephen healy who was involved in tech the tech world for much of his life uh, and he's now one of the key people and a couple of our ladies go live speakers in south africa a lady called Brigetti limbanda who uh, has, because she was doing going live for awareness raising about the water issues in Cape Town and in South Africa, she then got invited to be on television. So she's become a spokesperson because of her free live streams she was doing. She's now become a television person personality who's known there um, about these causes. So that's why, whether it's for a cause, a passion, there's there's always going to be a purpose behind it, Mark. And ultimately, yes, the business of live, that's the ultimate aim behind it all. If someone wants to, well, if someone is, for example, thinking, uh, oh my goodness, live, I need some equipment. You know, uh, I don't look good. Um, I've got uh, uh, 
Do I use a DSLR? Do I use uh, my iPhone? What about a mic? Uh, lighting? You know, how does someone get to grips with all of these equipment questions? We've we've actually we've actually got a lot. Of, there's a lot of information on Ladies Go Live as well, um, and on confidence on camera. I, when I when I wrote the book, as I said, it was 2015. So one of the things is the technology is going to change left, right, and center. Um, you mentioned DS, DSLR. That's a camera, a type of camera setting that gives you the the lovely crisp cameras, um, the camera camera viewage, camera footage. What is, see, sometimes even I lose my lose the track, the thought. But this is part of the tips that you keep going. Yeah, it's it's giving you content, uh, I suppose, video, which high resolution video, which you can edit with something like Adobe Premiere or yeah. other tools. But the, the, I, th- I think a lot of it, because of the growth of live stream, it's less about now, as I said, the having to have all the fancy schmancy video tools and editing. I actually now go out with my iPad Pro and my iPhone, I've got an iPhone 7 and I've got an iPhone 10. The quality of those cameras, when you use the front camera, not the one where you can do a selfie with yourself, the ones on the other side, whether that's an Android or an iPhone, the quality of those cameras are so, so good right now. Um, James Wedmore, he's been one of my favorite people over the years. I've learned loads and loads and loads from James along the way. Um, and he was one of the first people to purely use his smartphone to make to make videos. But the two things is, yes, this is a visual medium, so we need to have a clear picture, but you must have light on your face. So stop filming with a halo of a window behind you. Turn yourself so you're facing the window. Natural daylight is always going to be better than any lights. But then if you're going to have, if it's a dark or nighttime, make sure you've got a lamp on each side of your face not glaring straight into your face, but I always use like nice lamps with an orange glow because as for a woman, it's a much softer lighting to have orange glow or natural daylight. Um, so it's the, the visual, make sure people can see you clearly and that your face is, is lit without being too extreme. Um, check the colorings of what you wear on camera. My, my friend Tina from Ladies Go Live, is she's actually creating a document about this right now for our members. Um, it, because she is a professional photographer as at extraordinary photography in the US, uh, and she she always talks about it's the as as I do about working out your colours that you wear on camera. Too many people wear black because they think it makes them look thin. It's rubbish. Too many people wear white because you as men tend to wear a white shirt with a coloured tie. That just flares at the camera. If you have got a white skin with a white shirt, we look at the shirt. Same with if you've got a, a, if you're a colored skin or a black skin tone, then you don't, again, avoid black. So find the colors, take photos of yourself, stop judging yourself. Just know I'm looking okay. Camera ready face, as we say, hashtag camera ready face anytime. Um, So how you, how you get yourself set to look good is the first thing. And then as you would say, Mark, the microphone. Make sure people see you, make sure people hear you. And I have a lovely, this is a Yeti Blue that I plug That's into. That's the one I'm using as well. Yep, oh, good old, good old Yeti, Yeti Blue. Blues. It's one of, the, one of the best microphones that you can plug into your laptop. But um, I there's lots of little um, lapel mics or Lavalier mics, as they call them in America, uh, that you can plug into a smartphone. You can use the Rode. There's a Rode uh, microphone which works beautifully with... Um 
with an iPhone, for example, or an Android phone. Your color is orange. I'm curious about that because the cover of your book is orange and you're wearing an orange jacket. And I, I think when I last met you at the Professional Speakers Association conference, uh, you were wearing orange, if I'm not mistaken. So tell us about orange and why this means something to you. It's the branding. When... <laughs> Years ago, back in Australia, when I first joined, um, it was the National Speakers Association of Australia, NSAA. They're now the Professional Speaking Association Australia. But my, we we did, I was actually just speaking in Singapore recently with my mentor back then who was saying to me, Ladi, be the queen of impact, be the queen of impact. When I was coaching people to speak on stage and coaching professional speakers, speaking on a stage from that performance background side of things. Uh, so we we were he was saying to me that we did a course a professional speaking course and it was i always thought it was like a month but he said no it was 6 months lottie we did like every other saturday for 6 months and my partner in crime then she was a lovely lady called deborah borg in australia who wrote a book called orange underpants which you can hardly ever even find anymore but it was about the subliminal meaning of colors And the color orange, she said, it's your core chakra in your gut. And I always talk about gut instinct as a performer and an actress on stage uh, and where your voice comes from in your solar plexus and everything. And uh, she said, orange is a great color for trainers because it's the only color that allows us to both absorb energy, positive or negative, and eliminate energy, positive or negative. So I love to train myself and have my branding in orange. And it's people either love it or hate it. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but it's it's that because of that is uh, the Orange Underpants book by Deborah Borg. Yeah, it's it's quite distinctive. So you, you, your orange, that, that, that I take it spills into your branding online, uh, for example, YouTube. Yes, yes. I mean, there's basically I've got the the kind of the, the orange themes, whether it's on press play presentations, whether it's at confidence on dot camera, whether it's YouTube, Facebook. Um, I've actually got Lottie. I created Lottie Hearn TV as a Facebook live channel. That's actually one good tip, Mark, for trainers out there is that if you have your business with all the changes that have happened on Facebook this year, I used to do a lot on my personal profile because thinking, oh, my name, Lottie Hearn, and it's actually Lottie Hearn Ross on Facebook. It wouldn't get rid of the maiden name. <laughs> um, but people always thought as speakers, we need to have our name and recognized as our name as a speaker slash trainer. But then Facebook are calling your profile needs to not be about business. So you either need to set up a business page And I would say, and if you're going to use live stream on Facebook and Facebook Live, which for us as women, we have a lot of our community there. A lot of of the time, very general on this, a lot of women are on Facebook doing business on Facebook, mums working from home, a whole variety of amazing connections. And a lot of men, Mark, I know you mentioned LinkedIn a lot of business is happening via LinkedIn as well. So wherever your market is, if it is Facebook, set yourself up a TV channel on Facebook to do your live streams through that. And then do what they call cross posting, where you can post it across to a business page, you can post it across to communities, groups, and also your own profile as well. Okay, let's just let's dig into that. Little, let's go deeper on that for a moment because um, that that's that sounds very interesting, and I know nothing about that. Uh, just rewind a moment. You you mentioned um, perhaps your words are better than mine. Y- using Facebook 
uh, as a TV channel. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? Well, so if you if you go to Facebook, you know if you've got if, if you're on Facebook already, you can set yourself up a personal profile. That's your profile page. You can your sorry your profile. You can then set up a business page where you can market and you can talk about business. Because right now, if you are using your personal profile and talking business, Facebook are gonna penalize you. So you want to keep business on your business page personal on your profile, but the channel, um, you know, when you set up a Facebook page, Mark, it kind of pops up with six different options of how you can set them up. There's one in the middle um, on the bottom row. That's the one you, I can't remember off the top of my head what it says right now, but that's the one you click on. And one of the options in there is to set up a TV channel. So mine is Lottie Hearn TV. So if you go facebook.com forward slash Lottie Hearn TV, I've actually called it hashtag confidence on camera live with Lottie Hearn because that's my show is live with Lottie, but it's all my shows relate to confidence on camera. So that's where all the help comes in. And you're, you're finding that's quite uh, productive, the TV side of things? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's one of those things because it takes people always worry about, oh gosh, how many live viewers have I got? Oh, I haven't had many people there. But as my good mate, Chocolate Johnny in Australia, who's one of the kings of Periscope and Snapchat, uh, using using live streams to tell stories and have fun and sell his chocolate products from Perfection Chocolates, uh, go and check out Chocolate Johnny because he, like, he did three live streams. He said, Nobody was watching me, but I didn't care because I knew the people who wanted to watch me would ultimately find me there. So he actually, his tip is get a piece of blue tack or white white tack, whatever they call it uh, in your part, part of the world, and stick it over the numbers that says how many viewers are watching you live because... 70%, according to BeLive, the BeLive.tv tool that many of us use to create shows in Facebook Live, 70% uh, of people are watching you as a replay. Ah. So, yes, you may have thousands of people if you're Mari Smith or tens of thousands of people um, or millions of followers if you're Chocolate Johnny or Jackie M. Tang, a chef in Australia, and other ladies go liver. Uh, but for us as trainers and coaches, all you need is that one person and that loyal follower who's going to engage and interact with you that then you can start to grow and build. And we all know, Mark, I mean, you, you come on, sales, sales maestro, your side of the world, you know, it's the seven to nine touches to, to get people to want to buy. Oh, it. at least you, you literally have to, have, I think the expression I heard before, I quite like it is uh, give, 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 and then you ask. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's where live stream comes in. Because once you get used to doing it, um, it's so much quicker than recording a video and editing it. Yes. If you're going to do a promo for your website, I would always say GoPro. With that, go go and pro live or use pro tools or use a pro team to help you create your montage video and get that edited to make that look beautiful on your website. But for your give, 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 uh, you, you don't want it as a trainer or speaker to cost you very much. So share gems, share gems online, share them live. 
and share them free. You also mentioned Periscope, which is a, pr- a platform which has been around for a while now. And I think uh, Periscope predated Facebook Live. Oh, yes. No, per- Periscope was one of the first ones. And then there was Snapchat. Um, back then in the days, we were all using a tool called Blab, uh, which which came and it was the amazing tool then. A lot of people were simply using it to chat, to connect. Uh, but that's when certain people, we all started to use it as, oh, we see the business opportunities here. Hmm, this is very interesting. You could have up to four people chatting on screen. You could see all the interaction, all the conversations, and you could see that all popping up as you were hosting. And this is where BeLive.TV have kind of stepped up and stepped in is because on your Facebook Live, you can actually have comments of people. So say you wrote something on their mark, love what you're saying here, Lottie, you're number one, and you helping me as a follower, as a helper, supporter that we're always looking for would say, Lottie's number one tip, be confident, manage your mindset on camera. Um, You would actually type that in. I can then bring it up on screen and show people So you then get a shout out on screen, which ultimately that's all we want really when we're watchers and viewers. Mention me. Oh, look. Oh, you name checked me. How fabulous is that? (laughs) We all love it, really, even if we say we don't. So the tool um, is is BeLive. BeLive.tv. .tv. And how does that actually integrate with with Facebook? You can use it for free, but there's certain limitations that you can do for free. Um, Then the the lower rate of BeLive, you join up as a member and you can actually do what's called these talk shows where you can have, again, up to four people on screen. Uh, And you go into BeLive.tv and you create a broadcast. The great thing about it is that you can write your Facebook post. And by the way, tip on this, Write what you're going to post on your Facebook posts and your your BeLive TV in a Word document first, because too many times I've kind of rolled my mouse off and clicked, and it's actually deleted what I was setting up in BeLive. So just a, a top tip there: if you're any time you're creating, whether it is to do post a video on LinkedIn or posting onto Facebook or direct or YouTube or any of the tools that you're using. Write your text in a Word document or document, however you do them first, write that separately. Then you can create the post, you can add visuals, you can add a logo, you can have it. So mine are actually branded with my press play, play orange play button in the circle. It's branded with, I I can write up comments and they're white text on an orange background. You can pick the colors for yourself and you can brand the whole channel. So with Ladies Go Live, we have our Ladies Go Live logo in the top corner. We've got our purple behind the white text that, that pops up. But then when you've got the, um, the pro, that pro level that I'm talking about, I can also do things like uh, my show last Friday. I had one camera set out because I'm in a new studio here. I had one camera set out for the view and one camera on me. Uh, but I can also you can also take photos and upload them to Facebook and you can use visual images And at the top level, you could actually play video in video. So for trainers, again, you can go private. You can go live then to Facebook in a private group. You can test it privately without going live. So you could start creating your own mini recordings to a Facebook page that you could then download and turn into a product, turn into a training, four-part training series or 10-part training video series. 
but you can actually then have your Facebook group where people pay to be members and you just go live to them. And that's one of the things we do for our members at Ladies Go Live is we get expert interviews. And Mark, one day we'll get you in there. <laughs> Ladies Go Live and the men who support us because we know that's important. Hashtag equality. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you advise, and this is the, the uh, thing I thought I'd end on, which is I, I liked your expression here. It said, um, I read that you advise people uh, to, to be, you know, human and, and, and to, to screw up with confidence and get over it. I, I love that expression. It's stuff up. It's an Australian, rather than mess up, the Australians say you've got to stuff, stuff up. up like- stuff up, stuff up, or screw up with confidence. So in English, we'd say over here, screw up, and but in Australia, they say stuff up. <laughs> Why don't we talk about stuff up with confidence and get over it? Okay. So anyone th- listening to Lottie this morning should literally just say, you know what, even if live stream sounds daunting, even if the idea of technology and... and and be live.tv sounds daunting. Just try it. Um, you know, have a go, stuff up, and get over it. And the other, the other thing, I, the phrase I talk about, my hashtag in the book is be flawsome. And the phrase flawsome is a tip I uh, picked up uh, again. I think it was in Australia. It's it's how you have your flaws and have them awesome. Wonderful. Well, look, I'm going to include all those resources in the show notes. There's so many to 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 share with the audience. Lottie, thanks very much for coming on the program this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. And um, I please do, if anybody does go live and you are growing live, please do get in touch with me at Lottie Hearn TV. That's the channel on Facebook. Um, You can connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're a woman who's live streaming or a man who is wanting to connect to a female audience, then Ladies Go Live is where you'll find us on Facebook too. Many thanks, Lottie. Thank you, Mark. Lottie, thank you so much for being our guest this week on episode 14. Uh, There's really so much to learn about Facebook right now. It it changes so quickly, as do the algorithms for many of the platforms we've talked about today. I look forward to talking to you again soon and hopefully to meeting you at a Professional Speakers Association event, either in Dublin or London or further afield. As for you, our listeners, It was great having you with us again this week. Thank you so much from myself and the team here at trainingbusiness.com. May we ask you to subscribe to the show because this, this is the show which will provide you with training business talk every single Thursday. Great interviews, people whose expertise, whose journey, uh, mistakes, warts and all, can help you with your journey and to avoid those same mistakes. And of course, I often find when I'm listening to podcasts, that uh, the kinds of things that really gel with me or make sense to me are the kinds of things where someone relates to me, the things that they've done that haven't worked for them. So if you've got some ideas about the kinds of guests who could take that particular angle or talk about particular kinds of content or topics which would help you with your training business, I would love to hear that from you. So please keep the emails and other kinds of contact coming. You can leave a rating, of course, on Apple Podcasts, as I've said, because this helps us to promote the show. Thank you for that in advance. You can check out the podcast every single Thursday for a fresh episode on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and of course, on our website, which is www.trainingbusiness.com. Next Thursday, fresh episode, episode 15. Until then, look forward to your company Have a great week. Bye for now.
Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Go to trainingbusiness.com and subscribe right now to be notified of great competitions, upcoming VIP episodes, and amazing special offers to help you succeed in your training business. See you next time.